0: Welcome to Feel, Pray, Love, a podcast devoted to bravely looking beneath the surface of ourselves and the world around us. This is a place where emotions are valued messengers, where life never happens on accident, and where every single part of you is welcomed. Thank you for being exactly who you are and for showing up here today. My name is Nikki Sunshine, your host. Take my hand and together we will rise in love. Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode 62 of what's now known as the Feel Pray Love Podcast. Hmm. Oh, what a delight it is to have you here today. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself and your own healing journey. <sighs> This is Nikki coming at you from beautiful, sunny Bali, Indonesia, and today I have an episode that I have been dreaming up for months, and I am so
1: excited to bring it to you. Today, we're going to dive deep into the realm of healing, specifically emotions. We're going to talk about emotions. And what their purpose is on the healing journey, and how our society misunderstands, vastly misunderstands, and misdiagnoses emotions often. We're gonna go into what happens when emotions get repressed and how that can affect us on a spiritual level. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> spiritual level, emotional level, relational level, and even a physical level. Yes, a physical level. That ache or pain that you've been carrying around in your body for far too long, I can almost guarantee you, my sister, my brother, that is a emotional root. So we're going to dive into all things emotions today. And um, really my intention with this episode is to have you leaving feeling clear and inspired about your emotions and moreover I, my hope is that you will leave after today's show having a m- deeper appreciation for your emotions and an actual relationship like instead of trying to shove our emotions down and medicate them like many of us were taught to do in the west maybe learning to say hey there emotion I see you're here My dear friend, sadness, anger, grief. How you doing? You're back. Okay, you must have a message for me. What can we learn together? How can we grow together? How can we heal together? Because when I put my hand out and walk hand in hand in
0: collaboration with my emotional world, my whole life becomes more filled with ease, lightness, grace. So...
1: I will share the philosophies of emotional healing that I have lived my life by for over four years now, and I sure hope they serve you. Hmm. Yeah, that feels complete for now. Before we dive in, I will just say, if you are enjoying the show, please, please, please leave me a review take a screenshot, throw it up on your Instagram story, tag me at heart womb healing, spread the word, spread this show with people in your life who you think would benefit from it. It means the world to me and the mission. So I will leave you with that. I love you so dearly and please enjoy this week's episode. Whoopsie daisy. I got one more message for you about this episode nestled in this episode, there are a couple brief practices I take you through in the episode. Um, I'll actually guide you into your body, into some of the practices I do with myself and my clients to become acquainted with our emotions to feel them moving through the body. So with that being said, I highly recommend that you listen to this episode in a space where you can be really present and you can participate in these exercises. Now, if you cannot, if you're driving, if you're running, that's okay. But do come back to these practices later because let me tell you, my friend, they are powerful. I would not put them in here if they were not. So that is my words those are my words of encouragement as you lean into this episode here i love you so much enjoy hello 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 beautiful darling angels of the earth hello and welcome back today i'm going to talk about emotions why emotions are magical beautiful such a divine gift from god And we're going to talk about emotional alchemy, a deeply healing, clearing process I do with clients. And we're also going to talk about um, emotions and the difference between a felt emotion and an experience that is perpetuated by the stories we tell, the fear we hold. Um, This is such an important distinction, and I see that people oftentimes get stuck in this perpetuated experience of pain, of sadness, of anger, and they believe it to be an emotion. Um, and so it's kind of given emotions a bad rep out there, but there is a very clear difference between a experience we perpetuate with the stories we tell in our head and a felt emotion. Um, so let me just remind you that an emotion is literally energy in motion Uh, that is what emotion stands for and there's some study out there I'm not going to be able to reference it exactly that shows that emotions moving through the body actually cannot last more than just a minute or two it's a really quick experience the experience of moving an emotion through one's body so if you ever find yourself stuck in what you think it is, is an emotion for many, many, many minutes or hours or days or weeks, or if you're like me back in 2016, an entire year, um, that is a really good sign that you're not actually dealing with an emotion at this point. So let's just dive right into this. An emotion, it has an energy, it has an essence, It has a bodily sensation. So if I have sadness come up, the actual emotion, I'll be able to breathe into my body and feel the sadness in my body. Okay, it's it's a pit in my stomach. It's a tension in my heart. It's a pain in my gut. I'll be able to locate it in my body. And if I close my eyes and start to breathe into that place in my body, I'll start to really be able to feel the emotion as a sensation. Maybe it's sharp, maybe it's hot, heat, Uh, maybe it's cold, maybe it's heavy, damp. There will be sort of an essence to it. It's like a little being. Um, And if I continue to breathe into that emotion and feel it fully, look that emotion dead in the eye and say, hello if I'm willing, if I'm courageous enough to allow myself to feel that emotion to the fullest, if I'm willing to let the tears roll, to let the screams release, to let the anger come through my fists into the pillow, if I'm willing to go there and allow that emotion to express itself fully, what you will find is that within a matter of In my experience, it's one to three minutes. That emotion is gone. If I try to feel it in my body after that, it's gone. I can't feel it. So this is how I practice and teach working with emotions. That's how I talk about clearing emotions on a moment-to-moment basis. Now, what happens to most people is they don't allow that clearing. They don't allow that uh, feeling, that full feeling leaning into the emotion itself. And so the emotion gets stuck, right? If I feel the anger come up and then I say, oh, you shouldn't be angry. You should just feel peace, Nikki. You should love this person. You shouldn't feel angry at the situation. Or if I feel the sadness come up and then I say, okay, Nikki, that's enough crying for the Today, you've already been sad about this for too long. Let's go do some yoga. Let's go on a run. Let's go make a smoothie. And then I'll, and let's just forget about that sadness. If I have any response like that when an emotion arises in my system, I am repressing it. I'm pushing the emotion down into my body where it will get stored. And what happens with repressed emotions is they create this sort of layer. Imagine pushing helium into a glass bottle okay so imagine a glass bottle and you're pushing helium into it layer by layer (laughs) you're just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing more layers down right and then you cork the bottle shut can you imagine that bottle what does it feel like what does it look like it's probably trembling a little bit and it's just at its absolute ticking point right if if you touch that bottle or just knock it over in the slightest that cork will come shooting off the bottle with sort of an aggression in a, uh, an unpredictable manner, right? You won't really know what's going to happen. The bottle could spin out, it could flip off the table, it could um, do all sorts of things. And so this is what happens with our emotions when we repress them is they create this layer, this thick goo, let's call it a thick emotional goo. Okay, so then you have this thick emotional goo made up of your repressed emotions. And these emotions can range from happening five minutes ago to happening when you were just a child. Um, Many, many humans on earth right now carry emotions that were repressed from childhood. So you have these emotions and they're bottled up. And then you start moving through the world, walking through the world, trying to have relationships, trying to engage in work or play or whatever it is. And what you'll find is that these emotions that have been repressed end up coming out. So imagine that bottle again. Now imagine we don't take off the cork. And just imagine little bits of the helium leaking out in moments. A little bit here, a little bit there. Just seeping out through the the edge between the bottle top and the cork so that's what happens and as this happens you might find yourself reacting in situations or viewing situations in your own life in a way that doesn't really feel true to you maybe doesn't even really make sense you're like why did I get so angry at that or why am I so annoyed with him and this is usually caused by that emotional goo, as I'm calling it, which is that thick, deep layer of repressed emotions that's living inside of you. So those emotions want to be expressed. They want to be felt. And so they're going to sneak out in little moments, right? You might start to notice that. So let me back up here. Let's say that you have a lot of repressed anger, okay? How this might manifest in your life is you might find that you feel frustrated or angry or short tempered with people um, in your life, in your relationships. You might find yourself like getting stuck in traffic and getting really angry, like, oh, just like so angry and, and, um, in an extreme version, maybe you find yourself smashing your phone or breaking things just kind of out of the blue when you've s- seemingly had a pretty good day. Um, you might notice that you're really hot. Maybe you feel actual heat in your body. Um, physically, this can manifest as acid, acid in the body, so like acid reflex disease is a common diagnosis of people who have a lot of repressed anger sore throat uh you can feel a soreness in your throat from actual angry words not being spoken they get stuck in your throat chakra Um, so there's all these ways that repressed emotions show up and it's not just relationally and emotionally and energetically but also physically um i'm gonna take a leap here but most if not all physical ailments are a result of repressed unfelt emotions this is something I firmly believe and I have not gone to a doctor or taken a medication or gone to a hospital in over 10 years um, anytime I have an ailment or physical uh, pain show up in my system I immediately look for the emotional route and that has been my modality of healing for 10 years and I really believe in this, and I live by this, and I feel comfortable talking about this because it's worked for me for a decade. So imagine that a lot of the physical pains and aches and ailments we experience are actually a result of our repressed emotions. Wow. So let me grab a sip of water here. <laughs> wow you guys this is so cute my kitten is sleeping underneath my skirt <laughs> I'm sort of relaxed on the bed and she's sleeping underneath the skirt and she just got up and stretched and moved and you can just see the the skirt <laughs> the fabric like moving around it looks like a monster <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. Okay. Hmm. So, this emotional goo not only will come out projected in weird, sideways, unexplainable ways throughout your life. Not only will it lead to physical ailments in the body, but it also blocks your channel. So we have this, each of us has this beautiful channel that, starting from the top, comes from God the Father. And it moves through, and when I say God the Father, you might use the term universe, source, all-knowing, whatever term resonates for you. That light, that conscious source of all love and light that lives up. Okay, so from there we have a channel We're all connected to that always. And it comes through our crown chakra, down our face, past the third eye, through our throat and it resides in the heart, okay? And then we have another channel leading up from Mother Earth through our root, our pelvis, through our sacral center our solar plexus and this channel meets that God channel in the heart and they connect so it becomes one big energetic channel and this is what the seven chakras is talking about it's like this energetic channel that connects the mother the earth the divine feminine the root the ground to the sky the divine masculine the father the source of light The heart is where they meet in the middle. So we have this channel from God to earth. And that channel is what allows us to receive the wisdom from our spirit guides, angels, God, through that channel that comes through our head. In addition, we receive the wisdom of the ancestors, the earth, the mother, which comes through our root. So this channel is our wisdom channel, connects us to sky and the earth, to all that is, and that emotional goo that we've been talking about blocks that wisdom channel. One cannot access their wisdom channel with all this emotional goo in there because it literally blocks, it's like a, it blocks the reception, it blocks the communication line, and so repressed emotions also block us from our wisdom. Plain and simple. And so a lot of people are walking around on the earth thinking I'm I don't have the I can't I don't receive the wisdom. I'm not one of the wisdom people. I don't get those messages. But really what's going on is they're actually just blocking their own channel by repressing their emotions by buying into their fear, by believing their stories, by numbing and distracting from their own healing. (sighs) Mm, Distracting from their own healing. Which, you know, just when I say that, what comes through is a reminder that we all came here to heal. We all came here to heal. This is why we came to planet Earth, this dense planet where we encountered challenges, where we forget who we fucking are upon birth like that is a very specific choice of experience and so we all came here to go through this heaviness and this depth so that we could grow through that so that we could return to the allness of potential and possibilities that is our soul so to ignore one's healing or to distract from one's healing is to miss the point entirely And this is why I am, I call, like, this is why I'm so in love with emotions, Um, partially because your girl's a water sign through and through, a deeply deep Scorpio, and um, yeah, I'm a watery one. But aside from that, emotions are messengers, and to me, emotions provide a roadmap to healing, It's like if you don't know where to start, look at your emotions or your lack of emotions. They provide information. So if I'm feeling sad, that tells me that there's some deep grief or sadness that needs to move through my body. That maybe there's something I need to feel. Maybe there's grief I need to feel. If I'm feeling anger, well then there's some heat I need to clear through my body. It's almost so obvious to say it, right? Like if I'm feeling anger, I need to clear anger. If I'm feeling sad, I need to clear sadness or grief. Saying it out loud sounds so obvious, but the fact is most people don't respond that way to their emotions. Most people feel sad and they say, I need to go hang out with friends. Most people feel anger and they say, I shouldn't feel this way. Okay, let me uh, do some breath work and say some mantras and get back to a place of joy, which is just totally ass backwards. Our emotions are the clearest messengers that exist. They're like, hey, no, we just need you to clear some anger out of your system. So we're going to have you feeling angry. We're going to have you feel sadness. You clear some sadness. We're gonna have you feel heavy so that you can clear some heaviness. And they're just giving us these direct pathways to our own healing journey. So I really have learned to tune in, slow down, feel, and listen to my emotions. And for me, it's like the moment I feel those emotions come up, I am there. I am ready to lean in, lean in, lean in. I don't create time to feel my emotions. I am always available to feel my emotions. Because I am absolutely committed at this point in my life to keeping my channel clear and open, which means I cannot be repressing my emotions. I must allow them to be felt. (sighs) So... emotions are just here to let you know what needs to be cleared it's like i want to share a little story from my own family and childhood Um, but my mother my mom my dear sweet mama bear boo boo ooh. I know you're singing heaven's song up in the ethers right now and I love you, Marcy Ankern, Kern. My mother, the one who gave me life on earth, I am so grateful to her. I love her so much. She left this life in July of 2016 and her soul is singing louder than ever these days. Um, but she's no longer with us on earth. Um, and so in... whoa let me orient here shoo okay in 1994 my dad died and he died in a sudden unexpected accident at work one day so he left for work never came home my youngest sister was just born she was only two months old at the time and there was me and then my older sister who was about six I was two And so my mom, after this event occurred, experienced a lot of deep grief and sadness. Um, She was grieving the loss of her husband, the loss of her co-parent, the loss of the one she had built a life with, and the loss of this life that she had where she had someone else to take care of this home and raise these kids with the loss of her plans for the future and the loss of her stability and all of these things right there was a lot of loss that incurred when my dad died and so naturally she was feeling a lot of grief and sadness and heaviness around that so what I see is her emotions were saying hey there's a lot of loss here we need you to grieve this we need you to feel this but what happened instead is that she didn't feel like she had the space to feel those things, so she repressed them, And but they kept coming. Like I said, they come, when you repress emotions, they still come out. They just leak out in ways that don't really seem to make sense. Um, and so she ended up going to a doctor, and a doctor diagnosed her clinically depressed, put her on a buttload of medications and um, she lived out that diagnosis and that medication uh, prescription antidote for the rest of her days until she died in 2016. And I share this with you to show you a real life example of how confused our society is about emotions. How genuinely confused we are Here's a woman who lost everything, but didn't feel like she had permission to unravel in that, to feel that grief and that pain fully. She felt like she had to keep it all together. She didn't feel like she could ask for the help she needed. She didn't feel that she had the resources to get the help that she needed. And so instead of being with her pain, she repressed it. Then we have a medical su- system that diagnoses a woman depressed, a woman who just lost her husband, who is trying to enter the workforce after 20 years out of the workforce, a woman who is trying to hold it together and raise three kids under a safe household with no income and no husband and emotional Downpour and, and great loss. And we have a medical system that in, instead of encouraging our people to look within and slow down and feel your feelings, diagnoses people, right? People get diagnosed and they get medicated. So, this is the current relationship our society has with emotions. And I'm here on this planet. One of the reasons is to guide people back to having a relationship with their own emotions, to bringing your emotions back into the conversation. It's like, okay, wow, I feel that heaviness today. Okay, let me lean in, let me feel it. What do you have to share with me? What do you want me to feel? And allowing that, to happen. Being courageous enough to feel. It is safe to feel. It is safe to feel. You are safe to feel. So, just take a moment, breathe that into your body, say that to yourself, close your eyes, take a deep breath. Feel your body, feel your womb, feel your heart. Say to yourself, to that little one inside of you, hey there, it is safe to feel. It is safe to unravel. It is safe to let go. It is safe to not have it all together. Just allow whatever comes through you as you speak those words to come through. You need to stick with whatever's coming through. If you're feeling something, please stick with that. Please pause this podcast and allow yourself to be with this for as long as you need. Let that emotion move through you. It should only take a few minutes. Come back here when you're finished. <sighs> so, we live in this world where we inherently don't feel safe to feel. Especially as women. Women, I'm not, I'm going to direct this conversation towards women for a bit because that's who I work with and that's where my work is directed towards as women. As women, we don't feel safe. Most of us do not feel safe in this world. Part of that is because we've been raised in a very patriarchal society that idealizes and lifts up the masculine but puts down and makes wrong the feminine the essence of the feminine versus the essence of the masculine so we live in a world where it's you are rewarded for doing for doing for for creating for working for uh, you know accomplishing things and you're seen as someone who is um, not really productive or not, maybe even like mentally ill. If you're someone who feels deeply, if you're someone who talks to your ancestors or spirits, um, you know, if you're slow, if you move slowly, that's seen as a bad thing in our society, particularly in the West. So there's all these ways in which we've been trained out of our femininity. Now, furthermore, We don't feel safe to be in this world because our ancestors weren't safe. Um, Women for so long have been in a situation where they literally weren't safe and they needed to find a man to take care of them and then basically had to put up with whatever that man wanted to do. He could have mistresses, he could be abusive because they didn't have a way to provide for themselves if they weren't with that man and it wasn't safe for them or their children to lead that man and so women have learned you know it was was less than 100 years ago that women were allowed to join the workforce and actually work so women have learned that it's inherently unsafe for them to express to feel to be here um, now another contributing factor is our unique traumas and experiences. So aside from our lineage wound of women not being safe and aside from growing up in a masculine world, we also each have our unique traumas and um experiences from childhood that have also led to us feeling not safe. So For me, I grew up in a single-parent household with a mom who was unable to be with her emotions, like I described earlier, and unable to get herself into the workforce. And because of the medications she was on and alcohol, she was sort of a very, like, mood swing, mood swingy. So there were highs and there were lows, and it was very confusing as a child. Money was always a question, are we going to have it or not? And so I grew up feeling inherently unsafe from those experiences. I didn't feel safe financially. I didn't feel safe, um, yeah, regarding my home emotionally. I didn't feel safe. Are we going to have food? Are we going to have a house? There were many times I didn't feel safe. And so that's an example of how personal trauma can also contribute to this feeling of not-safeness. So we don't feel safe. And we don't feel safe to express, we don't feel safe to be, we don't feel safe to feel. And that has led to this rough edged woman that we see in the world today. We see these women who don't know how to surrender and soften In fact, most women I meet are very rigid and in some kind of control pattern where they try to control everything. They control what they eat. They control how people are. They try to control life. And what's happening underneath a controlling woman is she's trying to feel safe. And so we have these rigid women who are in these control patterns and they're they're rough around the edges you can feel it maybe you're one of them and it's okay sis no shame here we are here on this healing journey together so as I speak about this woman I invite you to just feel into yourself and get real and own like is that me because we can't begin healing unless we own where we're at unless we're willing to look these parts of ourselves dead in the eye and say, hey, what's up? We can't actually experience healing, so I invite you to be really real with yourself here, but let's see if this is you. Maybe you know someone like this. Maybe this feels true to yourself. These women are rougher on the edges. You can feel it energetically. They're not soft. You can see it physically. I can see in myself when I am being, when I'm in fear, when I am being more rough with myself, when I'm speaking harshly to myself, when I'm trying to control, I can see it. My face looks more rigid. It doesn't look soft and sweet and approachable. It looks rigid. I can see it in my body my body doesn't feel soft and round and um, like a something you'd want to cuddle up with. It, it appears more rough, like straight, uh, pointy kind of energy. I'm really speaking in energy here. Um, so hopefully you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so this woman, she claims she wants to be taken, to be held, to be protected, to be claimed and penetrated by a masculine man or being or consciousness, which is a masculine quality. And yet, the energy she's putting out into the world is held in, um, rigid, rough. It's like someone who's not ah, open and expressed, but everything's held in tight. I get the feeling of tightness, like tight, bound in, um, untrusting, you can feel they're not trusting, they're unwilling to let go. That's the woman. That's that's the women that are walking around our planet right now, for the most part. It's actually quite rare to meet a truly soft and surrendered woman. You know her when you meet her because she is so soft and surrendered to life and she is so trusting of god of the divine masculine to hold her to guide her and she has this radiance about her because it is through her soft edges that she allows herself to feel and it is through feeling that she clears her channel and it is through that clear channel that she is able to access the depths of her radiant love the truth of her magnificent heart whose radiance literally creates a force field of gold loving essence that touches anyone who comes into her sphere so you know this woman if you've met her because you can't help but feel her radiance her essence her love force field touching you And that woman is quite rare these days. So, to bring this all full circle, how you become that woman, one of the first steps you take to becoming that woman is to allow yourself to feel, to allow your emotions to move through your body to allow that energy to dance out of your system so that you can clear your channel, which not only allows you to access that that radiant love inside your heart, but it gives you, again, access to your wisdom channel through the earth to the sky. So if you're not hearing me already, dear sister, I am here to tell you to feel those feelings Let those emotions roll through you like a storm and love the storm and allow the storm and trust the storm. See that storm as a part of your beautiful dance. The feminine dance is not just light. It's the light and the darkness. It's the allness of everything. It's this beautiful mystery. So I want you to lean in and I want you to trust I want you to let go of trying to control and hold in. I just want you to soften a little bit. Let's do it right now. (sighs) Take a deep breath, close your eyes, feel your body. And I want you to notice where in your body you feel tightness. Where are you holding? Where is their tension? Maybe you feel it in your shoulders or your jaw or your hands. Maybe you feel it in your stomach. It's really common, especially with women. So pick a part of your body where you feel that tension. I want you to take a deep breath in. Just breathe into that spot in your body. Really hone in on it. Be present with it. Maybe there's pain or heaviness associated with that tension. Feel that. Just lean in a little bit more. Now repeat after me to my guides to my guidance, to my mother, the earth, and God, the father, to my angels and ancestors, I ask you to help me soften just a little bit more than I was before. Please help me release the tension I'm holding in my body, in my, whatever it is for you, stomach, jaw, hands. With this final breath, I release this tension from my body into the earth, recycling it into the soil beneath me and letting it go forevermore. Now just stay here for a moment and feel that Feel that release, that point in your body that feels a little bit lighter. Do you feel that? <sighs> and this is softening, dear ones. Whew. So You can do this, this little practice we just did, just a moment long, to soften parts of your body throughout the day. And what will happen as you begin to soften is that you'll start to feel. Because if you're someone who's repressed emotions, that tightening in your body is where those repressed emotions lived. Those tense spots in your body those places in your body where you feel pain, tightness, tension, that is where those repressed emotions are hanging out. So as you soften your body and you release that tension, you will start to feel things. You will start to feel things that you haven't felt before, that you haven't felt in a long time, that you've pushed down for so long. So I invite you to allow this. This is all a part of the healing process. And it is so potent and important. This is the work, my sisters, this is the work of embodying our wisdom women, our warrior goddess, our mysterious one. We hold the codes of the ancient mysteries. We hold the whispers of our ancestors. And our healing journey is what connects us to that. The way of the soft-hearted woman is a complete and utter devotion to her healing path. A willingness to lean in and go deep, to go all the way down deep inward. So you get to decide if you're here for that journey or not. And just get clear and just own it. You're here or you're not. You're here for it or you're not. It's okay either way. You're going to have an experience on earth. But I find it so important just to own what you're here for. I have met with women who have gotten on a call with me because they want to do a program or a one-on-one coaching container with me. And I have faced women in the eye who are ready to put hundreds or thousands of dollars on the table. And I can see it in their eyes. I can feel it in their essence. They're not even here for this journey. They're not actually devoted to their healing. They're not actually willing to go all the way in to look at themselves, to look at the parts of themselves that have been running their lives for far too long. And here they are ready to hand me hundreds or thousands of dollars and I have turned these women away because I'm at such a point in my own work where I am only here for the woman who is completely devoted to her healing I am only here to work with those women and what, I, what, I, what I've learned from this experience of meeting those women and turning them away is people are so, there's such a yearning to be free. That's what it is, it's to be fucking free. That we will, many women, people will put thousands of dollars or time or energy into something, but if their heart's not in it, they don't get the results. And so maybe you've done a number of programs or retreats or workshops or, uh, you know, classes or courses and you notice like I'm still in the same, I still feel the same. I have that kind of workshop high for a couple days and then here I am the same. And the reason for that, well, there's a couple of reasons, but the main reason for that is that your heart's not really in it. You are not fully devoted to the healing path. Or at least you weren't back then. Maybe you are now. And so you're going through the motions, you're doing the journaling prompts, but you're not, you're you don't really want it. And if you don't really want freedom, you can't have it. Why would someone not fully want freedom? Because some part of their ego, their identity, is being fed by their imprisonment. Plain and simple. And this is something that keeps people stuck far more than you can understand. People think they want change, but some part of their ego or their identity, which they're still attached to, is being fed by their own imprisonment, and so they will stay caged in. They will stay on the on the rat in the rat race. They will stay unfree. Whew It's powerful stuff So here we are at a precipice Life is looking you in the eyes and saying, Are you ready? Are you ready to go all the way in? Are you ready to feel more deeply than you've ever felt? Are you ready to release? Are you ready to confront? Are you ready to look yourself and all your parts dead in the eye and say hello, old friend? This is the work of a lifetime. This is the work that clears and unlocks all of the potential that already lives within you the unlimited potential for everything you've ever wanted, the relationships, the house, the abundance, the environment, the feeling, the joy, the laughter. Mm. Mm. Yum! (laughs) So freaking yummy and juicy and delicious, this work, this path. So... I'm calling you, you women who are ready, come join me, step in with me, you know who you are, if you're out there, if you know, you know, just reach out if I'm speaking to you, so, went on a bit of a tangent there, but I want to circle back and just touch on one more very important thing about emotions before I end this, um, transmission, as we begin to move into the work of feeling our emotions, there's a very important distinction that you need to know. And I came to this realization after a very difficult year, Um, the year after my mom died. It was the hardest year of my life. It's when my true growth journey began. And this is what I realized coming out of that year. So I'm gonna share, this took me a year of pain and suffering of true suffering to find out and i'm just going to give it to you right here right now just going to hand it on over to you and that is that there is a difference between feeling an emotion which is everything we've talked about on this podcast today feeling the felt sensation allowing it to move through your body and Perpetuating an experience based on feelings and thoughts. I'm sorry, perpetuating an experience of a feeling based on thoughts and stories you're telling yourself. So emotions live in the body. You can feel them. They have a sensation. They have a flavor, a texture, a color. And they move through your body in three minutes or less, okay? When you allow them to be felt. An experience that's perpetuated by a story can last for years, nay, lifetimes. So I will just give you an example from my own life to demonstrate this. The year after my mom died, this is the story that would keep me feeling sad for a year straight. I did not stop crying, barely, for a whole year. This is why. The sadness would come through my body, right? So I would have the sensation and I would start to feel sad. And then I would, from that genuine sad place, I would go into my mind and I would start to tell a story. The stories would look like, I can't believe she died. I'm an orphan now. I don't have parents. Life hates me. I'm so unlucky. Why me? I must not be lovable if both my parents died nobody's ever going to love me like that again. God, I'm such a sad, whiny little girl. Nobody, I'm just a sad girl. Nobody wants to love the sad girl. Who would ever love me like this? I don't even love me like this. I hate myself. God, will I ever stop fucking crying? Okay. So these are examples of the stories I would tell in my head. Now from those stories, I could continue to quote unquote, feel sad for hours upon hours, days upon days. And I could have tears and I could really, you look at me and you think, oh, she's sad, but it wasn't a true emotion. It was an experience that was being perpetuated by the stories I was telling in my head. Mind you, all stories that are fucking bullshit that aren't fucking true, they're just stories that are rooted in my own fear and my own belief system which come from my own trauma. Same as you, we all have them. So that is such an important distinction And if you're going to step into this work, I want you to be vitally aware of when you're feeling an emotion versus when you're feeling a story perpetuate on and on and on and on and on on in your mind. Okay? And that creates an experience. That is not clearing. That is not clearing. Moving emotions through your body is clearing. Ruminating in an experience that is perpetuated from stories you're telling in your mind that is not clearing In fact it can be very 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 dismantling it can break one down it can keep you stuck so what we're here to do in this work in the work I'm committed to in my life in my personal life with myself first and foremost in my life with clients and my life with anyone who goes through my courses or programs is to Look those stories dead in the eyes to say, hello, where did I learn you? To understand our minds and the way we believe and think in such a way where we can have acute awareness, to clear our channels and to embody the new version of ourselves that we are destined to be. Not just talk about it, not just think about it, but to embody that woman. oh it's just so much fun Um, for me this year it's been embodying this wisdom woman that I know I was born to be the one who moves through the world with grace feeling tuning into the nuances of energy in the world and myself who is soft hearted and tender surrendered to the flow of life to God's masculine direction and she which allows grace, abundance, joy to move through me because it's already there. So I'm just removing the blocks, removing the emotional goo, dissolving all of those layers of stuff that blocks my innate radiance, joy, endless possibilities. There is no limit to what you're capable of, period. (sighs) Okay i hope that this transmission has been of service to you um i recorded it on hour 23 of my new moon and capricorn fast i'm oh so excited to um yeah connect with you all more here on this platform so thank you for being here and i love you so very much so 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 much
0: hmm okay my darlings how are you feeling in this moment how were those exercises for you what did you think about that distinction between felt emotions and experiences perpetuated by a thought pattern or belief Mm. i'd love to hear about your Feelings, experience, reactions to
1: this episode. So please do reach out on the gram. You can let me know in a review right there on Apple Podcasts or drop me a line at hello sunshine at gmail.com. Hmm. I hope today's episode has inspired you to deepen your relationship with yourself, your emotions, and your own beautiful healing
0: journey. Remember, that healing journey is why we are here on earth, incarnated in these heavy, funny bodysuits. <laughs> so my
1: words of love to you as we end this show are that you don't need to rush through your healing journey. Your healing journey is the purpose of this life and you are right on track.
0: Don't forget to celebrate how far you've come. It's so easy to look at where you want to be and compare, but what about all the growth you've already experienced, all the healing you've already undergone?
1: Heck, you're listening to this podcast, you're in my sphere, so I know that means that you've done some work. So I invite you to just ruminate in that. Allow yourself to sit and really feel all the work you've done all the healing you've undergone, all the growth you've experienced, and
0: enjoy that feeling of recognizing how far you've come. You are a beautiful, radiant beam of love, and I'm so grateful you're here on Earth. Before I leave you today, I want to let you know
1: that if you are interested in going deeper into this work, I do have a couple ways that you can work with me right now. I'm offering energetic clearing sessions which involve going into the body, locating the patterns, belief systems, thoughts, fears that live in the body and stop you from living as your authentic radiant self and removing, releasing, clearing those patterns, those energy weights from your body. That's an energetic clearing session. And I also offer somatic breakthrough sessions, which are two and a half hour long sessions designed to guide you into your body, release any and all repressed emotions, and to tune into the wisdom of your body. These sessions are amazing for people who are on the brink of a big decision or who just genuinely feel confused or out of touch with your own guidance. Usually what that means, as I described in this episode, is that your channel is blocked, got repressed emotions blocking the channel and you can't receive the guidance that's coming through to you. So we're going to take care of all of that in one,
0: two and a half hour session. That's somatic breakthrough session. Both of these are available on my
1: website, nikisunshineinfo slash shop. I'll link that up in the show notes. So my beautiful angels, I love you so much. Thank you
0: so very much for being here. And I will catch you in the next episode.